What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Paul, you know what I really, truly appreciate about you sometimes is that... Um, I, I, it's nothing worth talking about, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, it absolutely is. Because uh, it's actually kind of comical, but it makes me feel better about myself. Is that uh, you have multiple types of lotions for different areas of your body. And I also do. Oh, well, and, you haven't and, seen and my I, I, slow I, lotion. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen your alone time lotion. And I'm, <laughs> I'm good on that. Uh, but no, I, I have such shit skin when it comes to allergies and dry skin and living in the desert. And my, nev- my body never got used okay, to living so in the desert. I bought in Cottonwood. And I, I, bought, I bought two other lotions in Cottonwood because I had nothing else to do. Because you're in Cottonwood. And that's <laughs> what you're in Cottonwood. You're a shit in a tall cotton, and it was dry as a bottle right. of cotton. So the, I, this is different. This is CeraVe uh, skin lotion for rough and, uh, and bump, bumpy, bumpy skin. skin. I saw that. I never saw this existed until I went uh, to Cottonwood. CeraVe has so many types of lotion. Right. Porsche can tell you. A CeraVe also it just says daily moisturizing. Okay, right. fine. And then they have intensive care, and then they right. have this, and then they have this, and they have this. But and what I was getting at is that I've always felt like I was a I was odd for being a man of having different types of lotion, right? Because the 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 average male out there doesn't yeah. like they have like uh like the five in one soap it's like shampoo conditioner body wash butt wash yeah, face that's, wash that's good car wash car wash the whole thing all in one uh yeah lime away like it'll take it, it, it's it's incredible <laughs> it's it's like the Walmart of substances right. but the just like with multitasking with humans none of those things it does very well right um so. But like also, the F thirty five, where it's a VTOL, where it's a VTOL, where it's a regular jet plus it lands vertically. Bullshit. Minute, minute forty five into this episode, <laughs> folks, he starts shitting on the F thirty five. I just fucking appreciate that. All right, let's go that. back to lotions. But the lotion, the lotion thing, just makes me laugh because it makes me feel better. Is that a, a man of a certain age and stature uh, mm-hmm. in the community and in life as you are? You also have multiple lotions, and that gives me hope because I, I, I have spend- like face lotion, I have body lotion. I actually have like oil that I put on like on my on my beard that also right. soaks into my face so that because uh, having you facial put, hair. I, strips. I put olive oil on my scalp before just because they say it's supposed to be good for you. I don't know if it is or not. I have incredibly oily skin already, so I've oh. never done that. I will put uh, jojoba oil, which is the closest uh, the the closest to your natural sebum, the oil that comes out mm-hmm. of your skin. Mm-hmm. It is the closest uh, to that chemical makeup okay. that you can find in nature, and right. so. But yeah, I just I, I I appreciate that about you, Paul, and I, I find that I find well, it all, all like it's it's comforting. I was in Cottonwood to do airplanesy work on my airplanesy, and um, I was borrowing the guy who had another vehicle there, and he goes, "Oh, you just take my vehicle." I wasn't gonna just go driving around on a. It was a Friday night though. Should have. It's kind of busy, you know. I should have. I thought, you know what, I'm not gonna do that. And here's the th- folks, Cottonwood, I guess sometimes may or may not have an Uber, but they didn't certainly have them when I was there. Available seems if memory serves, it's pretty walkable. Yeah, or, but, or but I never, I never went to my hotel was near the airport. Oh yeah, it, okay. It, it was literally by walk. You go on Google and you know by walking how long to you know it was like a eight minute walk to the hotel from where I was at the airport. The hotel was that's not bad. I don't know how far away. I didn't really even look where historic Cottonwood is. Have you been to historic Cottonwood? Yes. Or okay. I don't, I don't know how far away it is from there. I should have done it than that at least. But what I did, because I was having issues with my, I have to read these texts in a couple minutes. There's a thing going on I've got to work on. I'm not going to talk about it, but i got to look at it. So um, I didn't know. Um, uh, 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 oh, I, 
I wanted to go check it out because uh, what's his name? He's got a couple places in Cottonwood, doesn't he? For, Maynard for eating. Yeah, Maynard Keenan. I don't know if he's open for yeah. dinner, that one restaurant or not. I really wanted to go to there. But I was in a not a very good place because things weren't really going smoothly with my airplane. So I thought, I'll just go to a CVS and I'll shop as long as I can stand it for lotions. So I occupied the lotion. That must have looked weird. This, this guy it depends on if I don't you know. Had... This guy's not even local. He doesn't look. Do you know that guy? I don't know that guy. He's been in the lotion aisle for a long, for a long time. But they were also like, you know, but he's had a boner the whole entire time, so he must be in good cardiovascular health. I'm not kidding. I was in the lotion aisle for a while, and I thought, you know, I'll bet you there might be another lotion area on some other category of. <laughs> so I walked around, which there wasn't. No, I went to the suntan. We had different. I bought some other, oh. some other uh, 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 sunscreen, and then some tinted stuff, some non. I went, I haven't seen that one. I'll buy that one. And that was like an aisle over, two aisles over. Reef, reef safe at least. I, I don't. I don't know. That's fucked up. I don't know. But did you look for lotion to completion? <laughs> <laughs> then I came back to the lotion aisle again. There was this um, uh, Native American. Is that what we say now? Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, it depends on uh, who you're talking with, because I know. I know natives that that are that they prefer saying Indian. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Indian. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I fucking, thought that was I'm a fucking. I'm a fucking Indian. Indigenous. Indigenous. That's what indigenous I was saying, yeah. is kind of like a universal thing. Like it's if you not, were to meet a Native American or Indigenous person, like someone would introduce you, and, and you were just curious, and you'd say, "I'm sorry, I have to, are, are you Indigenous? Is that what you would say?" They'd be like, "No, my name's Jeff." Oh, yeah. Indigenous Jeff, has too many syllables. Jeff thrusting fuck. But you guys can't like, say Indigenous when you guys are drunk. Oh, god damn! Like too many syllables. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> anyway, so I went back to the lotion aisle and spent a little more time there, and then I bought four. I bought, I think I bought this, another regular, and then two, like, a sunblock uh, lotion equivalents. This shit's expensive. Well, the sunblock yeah. was. I spent, like, 50 or 60 bucks on lotions. It's incredible to me in that your your idea of retail therapy while on, quote-unquote, vacation, while vacationing in sunny, chilly Cottonwood <laughs> is uh, shopping for lotions. Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, the the Native American, uh, I guess she was a mom. I was, she was looking pretty good. Oh my god! Or I might have been in the lotion aisle too long, and I just thought, you know, she's looking, she's looking good. Oh my god! <laughs> but they were right next to she me. She like, she looks moisturized. <laughs> yes. Like I, you know, I thought, I thought, I really, I have a lot of questions. Hey, I noticed you, you're indigenous, right, ma'am? But you're in the lotion aisle. I wouldn't think you would really need that. Have you tried this? And you just hold up Native brand lotion. That, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Cartoon Casual brought to you by offensive no, uh, jokes. Tonight. Right. So then I then I went and then I, oh, I bought some Fig Newtons at the CVS. That was a big Friday night in Cottonwood. People drive kind of crazy. I don't think people in Kingman drive as crazy as the people did in Cottonwood. I was having issues. Really? With people just kind of being crazy. 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 I don't know. I'm just. I, I just. It's just a silly, stupid comment. And maybe. How long were you? So you stayed there overnight. Did you go and do anything? No. I did not. You just went back to the hotel room with all your lotions. It was a fan. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I did. But I will, I will confess, which sounds like it's not gonna. I'm gonna say the other thing. I did not use any of the lotion for that at all. Okay. But I did play around with them. I go. I wonder how that looks. I wonder how this looks on my nose here. Gonna do that over there. Try this one on my on my uh, hands. And okay, that works pretty good. Listen to some podcasts. Went to went to sleep. Um. Boy, you really just saw everything that Cottonwood had I to just, offer. I painted the town, man. I was... You fucking painted all over the CVS lotion <laughs> aisle. <laughs> you did nothing. 
Uh, nothing in Cottonwood. You did nothing culturally relevant while you well, were there. Say, there was a hell of a sandwich shop, though, that the guy that I, he wanted to go someplace else, but they had closed down. We had a late lunch, and he goes, all right, there's a cool, there's a nice little sandwich shop. God, it was really good. I, no, I don't remember the name of it. Okay. But I do have, I did buy, I used my, one of my credit cards. I could look it up. Really worth, I mean, it was a small, it was, it was like a, it was like a, here's what's fucked up. Yeah, I guess it was. Hispanic. It was kind of like a store, a small store, but they also made sandwiches. Okay. With like three or four tables in there, but it was mostly Hispanic, you know, stuff. Don't like, say Hispanic. You mean like Spanish style? Like, I can't say Hispanic store. No, no. Well, because well, well, okay. I guess you could say. Well, I'm trying to figure out if it, if it, the the store was like a Mexican grocery type thing. Yeah, small. Yeah. Like a okay. like a what? What's the thing in New York? They have these small grocery stores. What are these Bodega. Called? Yeah, it was kind of like that. Where you get like a pack of gum, one cigarette, a forty a beer, a yeah. loaf of Some bread, tortillas, batteries, tortillas, Some, but yeah. pro- proper tortillas there. Like That's another, a bodega. Other, other things you don't rec- normally. You would probably because I know you're into you, you yeah. go to, you go to Tucson. You know what's going on. There's just a lot of shit. There's like I don't recognize any of this shit. Were there baked goods with brand branding on it? Did it say bimbo? No. Okay. No, it was other stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't no. that Mexican then. I hate. I can't wait for Trace to hear that. Hear me say that because he's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. I wonder if it was Native American. Maybe. I uh, did you have to walk through like a very narrow alley in between two no. buildings to get to this place? No. Okay. Because I small went, parking lot outside. I went to a place like that that had a bakery in small menu, inside. like four or five sandwiches. Oh, okay. And I, I had like a turkey. California turkey melt or something, which okay. had you know, avocado on it, and it, God, it was really good though. I, I got to tell you, it was a good fucking sandwich. I I'm I'm glad that you at least did that. I did that, you know, got to experience that because there, all there, I did, there, there was, was some cool points there, right? But I want to go back. The last time I was there at the same place, I went to Jerome and uh, and had lunch at this at the what's that burger place? It's really cool. It, it's a well-known kind of a tourist trap. I know what you're talking about, haunted, but I've, I've never been there. To be haunted. It's it was, that was very good too. Yeah, cool. Um, so I've been to Jerome by myself. Been to Cottonwood by myself. I don't even care. Um, let me check this text real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, is is this where I where I bring up what I what I wanted to talk to you about? But and, not right and, and now. Get, and Hold get on. your uh, uh, get your yeah. opinion on it. Uh, yeah, Paul's got a situation he's got to deal with because that's what Paul does. Paul takes a situation and solves it. I'll just let you read it for now. I mean, it's it's not terrible, okay. but it's not good. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Dealing with problems, coming up with solutions. So the Detroit Lions aren't going to the Super Bowl. I can give a fuck. <laughs> I, I watched more football Who's yesterday. To entertainment. Usher. I don't care about that. Usher. Thank you. I now I now yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with uh, our uh, you, uh, you know uh, with Jason Humphrey uh, yesterday because he came over, hung out for a little bit with me and the parents, and because uh, he's you know an avid football fan, but he d- because of his, not only did his Florida State Seminoles get really fucked over by we used to call them the Florida State the, Semen Holes, the Semen Holes, right? Kind of like ASU or Scum Devils, and right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and same colors, by the way. Um, and Florida State got royally fucked over in the rankings when it came to making the playoffs because they should they to to me they should not they or they should have been in the Final Four for. Uh, uh, fo- for that. college football, it was really bad, yeah, and, it, and really pit- like were, I think lawsuits, like were... open inve- Well, now the NCAA has an open investigation into the point scheme and uh, and how it worked out. Okay. Yeah, like it's that bad. It wasn't just a bunch of people upset. It it was potentially criminal. 
So really, there's yeah. So there's that, and then on top of that, his Tampa Bay Buccaneers just screwed the pooch and did not make it into like did not make it uh, into the uh, was it NFC? I can't remember NFC or AFC, whatever. And so he was just so after yesterday. Now that it, now that the games are decided and the Super Bowl is decided, who's playing? So the Swifties are in, I hear. The uh, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Taylor Swift and the Kansas City the Kansas Chiefs. City Swifties. The Kansas City Swifties. <laughs> oh boy, are in. Which is a nice segue into something I wanted to bring up that I find oh, no. hilarious. Okay. Uh, no, what I was I asked Jason. I was like, Hey man, how about that foosball yesterday? He, and he was he's like, I don't even give a fuck about the Super Bowl for the first time in like fifteen years. Like I well, watched, thing. he should grow up. Then good. No, n- well, well, I'm no, not saying he's a child. Because he, no, he's a sports guy, and and he's just like I've seen so much bad shit and bad calls and referees that are now on like suspension and being investigated, and the NCAA investigating uh, uh, the point scheme and whatnot to for the ranking for who goes on to the playoffs and NCAA is like I'm losing my faith in professional sports, and I'm like man for somebody like him to say that like really kind of took me back a little bit because a lot of people have said that and they're inflammatory, but he's very methodical when it comes to, he's very much a statistics guy and yeah. he's, and, and, and he's so smart at it in multiple areas and multiple sports. Plus he gets a little bit riled up sitting at the he bar does. in Blackbridge to where it's get uncomfortable. It, yeah. He, yeah. He's been known to do that. And I've been known yeah. to flick him on the fucking yeah, rib cage to do it before. Like, um, that's what the part that I don't understand. Like when we were like, I'm not gonna be ever that invested in it. No, in no. Games. And I think for him, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he knows it's kind of like you, where you know that something should be done a certain way and nobody's doing it. And right. you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's how he is with sports. Okay. Uh, certain sports, sports. Is just a business. Certain sports. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know people hate it when yeah. people say that, but it, again, that's oh, why it, Tom Landry wore a. People asked him that. He only was the one that wore a suit. S- suit. Probably yep. was the only one that ever ended up doing it ever, I think. Vince Lombardi. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, I remember I was a kid there when they were pretty hot in the seventies, yeah. you know, they, they were been hot off and on over the years. But anyway, they asked him that and he said, because it's, this is a business and this is my big business day. Yeah. This is my, this is my, my attire. Yeah. And, and people and, were like, what? It, I mean, it's an odd, especially back in the seventies. That's an odd thing. It was an odd thing to say because everybody thought, well, it's just a game. It's not just a game. Right. It is a very, uh, very expensive, very lucrative business. business very also. serious. And he said, this and, is appropriate attire to me and uh jason even brought up last night he said you know taylor swift being with uh uh, uh what's his face kelsey which kelsey it's is kelsey it? grammar we talked about this it's not kelsey grammar it's not kelsey grammar the, although david letterman kept doing that that was a funny he did jo- did you see yes, that rant yes, god damn it it was so funny yeah if she wants to be with was. with kelsey grammar i don't see anything wrong with that <laughs> is it something uh, it's like Travis Kelsey. Like J- oh, Tra- was Travis. Say, was Jason Kelsey Kel- is his little brother. Okay. And I should know them better because they're from Cleveland. They're Ohio boys that, by the way, Ohio State, uh, that's uh, a recruiter, probably got fired for because they both went to University of Cincinnati on full-ride scholarships and ended up being – one was a first-round draft pick, one was like a third-round draft pick. And Travis Kelsey, for all the uh, – for, for all of the, uh, the hell – that 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 he gets for his girlfriend coming to the games and shit like that, and her being just you know for Taylor Swift being such a huge superstar, he's the best tight end. There are people people that pay attention to this stuff and know these things are saying that he is the greatest tight end to ever play the sport, and that's not an inflammatory Taylor statement. Swift that's likes that's the tight end. That's uh, you know, see. 
You stole my fucking joke. I did? And you ruined the timing. I did? You had a joke? And it sucks did so really? fucking you bad. Bullshit. You didn't have a I joke. I hate that. I absolutely do. I was thinking about it on the drive over here. I thought about it fucking yesterday when okay. Jason said, Let's he's the greatest tight end I didn't say that anything. play the game. And I'm like, is that inflammatory? He goes, no, really, that's ba- based on stats. And if he keeps going, and I'm like, if he keeps going, Fucking, he's going to get the greatest tight end in fucking pop star history. And that pop star is going to get the greatest tight end in the history of fucking... And she loves his tight end, and there's going to be a bunch of tight ends, and they're going to give birth to a bunch of tight ends. I had a whole tight end rant, and now it's all shat upon. Because Paul Gaines is faster than me. I think, I think, I think it worked out me. better how you how we explained it all. And now nah, it ends up we, being funnier, a little funnier. When I get angry, and I, I, when I start going the Paul Gaines route and getting oh, angry, people are like, is he okay? Um, I'm not built for that. How do you do I'm out of breath. I need to get work on my cardio if I'm going to pretend yeah, that, to be that's you. That's how I if, I, I if I don't really exercise, that's how I get it. Yeah, you know, I just that's how you it just happens. get your cardio by getting worked up. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, no. Uh, but uh, Jason brought up the fact he goes, I heard a weird stat the other day, and he doesn't care about the whole Swifty thing and whatnot. Right. He, he it. He said, it bring, if anything, it brings more viewership to the NFL. And they're going to be playing in what I call and, a Swifty Stadium now because that's where I saw Taylor Swift. Right, and that's why I was wanted to bring it up because you're you know officially a Swifty uh, at least by proxy. <laughs> Uh, and by proxy, I mean your proximity to Taylor Swift at the concert. I got that pretty you close saw. to her. I've, you did from here to that, from here you, to the wall. You got all <laughs> <laughs> from here to that white wall. Yeah, that's incredible. That's so yeah. close. That's almost as close as Tony Romo tried to get to her. Did you yeah. hear about that? That that was after the game uh, yeah. Sunday. Wait, Tony Romo say that there there are now there are some people that are talking a lot. Of, you know, this is the biggest talk in pop the I'm world getting, right now. I'm getting to it. Okay. And there was people that are saying, you know, because people are, are wondering because, you know, the people that I n- follow and talk to and trust about, let's say, courtship and dating and the role of a woman and a man and all this other, I, I, I don't follow that whatever, whatever concert they want to have. But it's like, there are people out there, there, there are women that are Swifty fans that are kind of a little bit bothered because he's showing, he's being very chivalrous and very polite and opening doors and yeah. and all this stuff. And there's kind of a brouhaha going on about that because she's not being independent enough. And, you know, she's letting him be the man in the relationship. And it's visibly showing, and there are a lot of people that don't like that. Well, also, that doesn't matter if they don't like it or not because they're doesn't. not in that relationship, of right? It doesn't. For one and for but two. It's all the buzz. Imagine, buzz. imagine the amount of people that Taylor Swift carries on her proverbial financial back. Right. And it's probably really fucking a nice that a guy that Kelsey she grammar. It's a lot more. It's uh, <laughs> it's it, imagine how incredible it is to be her, right? Carrying all these people, right? Paying all these people's rent and mortgages and house payments and That's everything. That's what I thought I was doing. And then yes, and then <laughs> to have a guy who's not on her payroll who genuinely cares about her, yes, opening doors for her, paying for meals and things like that, right? I mean that's. I think that's I'm sure great. he's not going to let her pay for a fuck. He makes a lot of money, obviously. They don't pay for meals. They, they the, that's the, true. Those I forgot restaurants. How if you're really white want, and rich. You can be black and rich. They, too, yeah, and famous, and, and and people just buy you shit. That's yeah. what happens. Doors open for you. Meals are paid for yeah. because the amount of money you would pay in that meal versus the amount of exposure that that restaurant right. whatever gets from that is is incredible. Ooh, where was Taylor Swift sitting? Oh, right there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, Actually, I was I was getting to what what you brought up is that so not only are there the Swifties, the portion of the Swifties that are mm-hmm. just pissed about that and she's losing her independence and da da, I find that to be utterly ridiculous. But they're allowed to have their opinion, and so am I. But there's also a faction that is being that that I keep running across too are these men, and they're mostly men 
I don't. I haven't heard a single woman uh, or I haven't heard a single uh, female football fan bring this up. But they're tired. They're tired of seeing Taylor Swift on TV, and and some of them are just very passively like, ah, oh, this is annoying. And are they showing her a lot on camera? Is they, that going on a lot? They were in the beginning, but I noticed in the game on Sunday that the, it was it, it was maybe maybe sixty seconds total, and it was the same shot that they would show uh, the Kelsey, Kelsey's mom and now his brother because the Bills are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got Jason Kelsey up in the same booth with his yeah. mom watching his brother and her son, and then you got Taylor, and then you got, but you also have. Jason Kelsey's wife. There are people right now that are going to go to Vegas or buy even more expensive tickets just because they want to get a shot or see Taylor Swift up there in the box. Yeah, probably. You know, that's, that's uh, why they're going to go there. And so, like, it, but the but the the real thing is, is that why does that bother? Like, th- I don't so know. Some people, I would say, the majority of football fans are not rabid and loud and be like, "What the fuck is she doing here?" And girlfriends. Doesn't belong here. This is a boy's place and to be and blah 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 right. blah. No girls allowed, kind of thing. Which is a real thing that still exists at like into adulthood. You've seen it. I've seen it. Oh my God. And and just grown ass men acting like little boys, and that's kind of like Dark a treehouse. sign of a yeah. It's kind of a sign of a like weak willed men. And but then on top of that, like you have, uh, but but also in addition to that you have this like minority that's just like kind of eye rolling. It's like God damn it. Right. But also football is entertainment, and actually my stepfather brought up a really interesting point he goes it just feels like the wwe at this point it's like it's all kind of written just for ratings and it's all theater based off of bad calls calls that should have happened that didn't which was i saw right out the gate in the the uh um uh, lions niners game that was like that was very intentional that should have been a personal foul and that player should have been ejected Mm-hmm. And then I saw other things that were called that were questionable. Like that didn't really look like they had a hold of that person's helmet or jersey or whatever. And it's like, man, it's almost like it's theater. Like there's still Th- there was an article th- like, written before you were born that was in the it's seriously like the, right before like watch out for this guy. No, like mid mid to late seventies. That was um, and my father pointed out because I was playing football. You know, I was a kid, and I can't remember the word he used, but this is exactly this guy recognized. There was a shift right now going on in professional football, particularly talking about football. And I can't remember what the word is, but it's like uh, extravaganza, but it's worse than that. It's like a negative word like like hype or something like that. Uh-huh. He says the NFL is, is, is now losing control. It's turning into more of a hype fest. That was, it was something even worse than that, but it was a longer word. I'll remember it at yeah. some point. Maybe not tonight, but I will remember it. The title of this piece, it was all about – this is all about – because before, like in the sixties and early seventies, it was more. It wasn't quite the fanfare and all that shit. But they, but someone realized in marketing said that we could really, we got to turn this thing up. We got, we got to kick it up eight, ten more notches, and we can really hype the shit out of it. Well, this. and it got more in the seventies when everybody was uh, potentially, ev- pretty much everybody owned at least one color TV. Yes. You know, uh, we're talking in the sixties where not everybody had a color TV. A lot of it was in black and white, and you were really limited on camera angles because of like, oh yeah, uh, uh, various reasons. How fast lenses could so zoom in and out. Technology started kicking in, and then people said, "Yeah, hey, we can really." I don't know who the person. It became it was a more a little group of people. I don't know if it was NFL. You know the 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 uh, the, the commissioners. Probably not. They're not that smart. Probably the, somebody the, else. The commissioners. The 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 owners. Yeah. Of the football teams getting together with the networks and figuring out how can we young, make this probably more someone exciting. Younger, probably not yeah. the old cantankerous fuckers. Some kinds of those are kind of cool, but usually they're kind of behind the times, right? Probably someone said. Howard Cosell. Right. Someone said, 
at someone probably came to them and said, "We can do a lot more with this." Yeah, like you have no idea what we. What can if do we with put this. station breaks in and then the, you you lengthen the games, and when they have station breaks, these guys aren't doing physical activity, which okay. makes them more intense when, when they do have. When did the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders start? I don't know, but I I was there in the peak of that, and I met Suzette Russell. I had a signed Dallas Cowboys. You know, it was a it was a fir- it was early on that was but probably nineteen seventy. Six, okay. By 1976, her name was Suzette Russell. Long, wavy, red hair. You know, this is the 70s now. When they were, they probably still the same outfits. I'm guessing now as they did back in I, the they 70s. They look the same now as they did in the 90s. So I'm sure that they did look the same in the right. in the 70s. Anyway, so I, I, my mother knew someone who knew her, and I was I played football and stuff like that too. And they said, oh, we're gonna have Suzette Russell. And I kind of knew some of the name. All those boys that were. 12 years old back oh, then of knew some of these names. I went, what Especially the fuck? living so close to me, you almost smell her hairspray. So I mean, she's probably, you know, early 20s and I was 12 or 13, but Atten- I met her. Attainable. I met her in a small in a small apartment. It wasn't it was as smaller than this room here. She wasn't chained up or anything. This no. wasn't like a big favor no. or something. It oh, was for okay. a viewing people, yeah, but chain her up. She would oh I my think God. she was still passed out. Charge a quarter. Was, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but she showed up and, and she brought a poster actually. You know, she brought they have these big Yeah. I had one of those and she signed it right at right across because hey where do you want me to sign this? And then the guy that knew her said, Why don't you sign it right across your chest? Yeah, I remember they actually why don't you sign it right across down she signed it right across her upper thigh, going across her. Holy shit! I, I'm not. I'm not making this up. I Do you still I have could, this? No, I don't have. God damn it! I would have that blown up and framed. <laughs> Suzette Russell. Oh, but you can find a picture of her. In, I bet she probably still looks good. She's probably like seventy something. Seventy two. Actually, Suzette. I don't know. That's so. Funny. I don't know. What's her last name again? Suzette Russell. Suzette Russell. Russell. Maybe, maybe it's time to look her up, man. Let's <laughs> let's go to the Wayback Machine. Yeah, but uh, it'd be nice if had some pictures of her in her prime. What if we What if we bought a poster, Suzette Russell, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> poster? How we go from this topic? I can't remember. Oh, it had it had to do with the hype and how cause that was probably part of it. And when did the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders start? Yeah, that was kind of probably some of that. More, it was more hype with foot- just a looker, just an absolute it's, looker. That's her red hair. That's just. All right. Is, is she? I mean, she I definitely looks being? like. Oh yeah, no, she's 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 quite attractive. Y'all need to look up Suzette Russell, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I met her. I touched her. I. <laughs> Jesus. Not lovingly or creepily. Uh yeah, I well, find that so funny. I wonder what she's up to these days. Oh, come on, she's ten years older than me, so she's so dead. Let, let let me see what she looks like. I know she. I remember. You, I wanna, you know I wanna, what she looks like currently? I want to no. I want to remember her from that poster. I, I, yep, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. I do know that. I've also read an article about the uh, hard in the middle and. <laughs> oh, it's, that's not seventies. That's so feathered. The back of her hair looks like an ass. But it's long and look how look how seventies wavy. It's just. It, there's so much going on there. Yeah, it wasn't with her. It, the, the The poster was with about was, four or five others. They were like in a V. Oh, okay. Like one's in the front. She might have been one off to the side. They were kind of okay. like in a, a format. So if that poster is there. That's incredible. That That's not it. Well, here's one of just her, apparently. No, that's not. That's a bunch of them. Yeah, that's. Look at all these promotional things we have with oh my God. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Now just. That's it. Right there. That's you, it. Did you find the that's actual it. picture? That's, that's the poster. Holy shit. There it is. Oh. Oh, God. Well, let's see. There's a star in the background. Everybody's airbrushed. 
Yeah, there's no question. And she's definitely, I would say, out of that picture, she's definitely, if I had to pick, she's the one who stands out because her hair's the biggest. But You're, not. In, but I don't mean Texas. El no, Pelo Grande. El Pelo Grande. No, I I get it, and I don't mean that in like a, a 70s, 80s big right. hair thing. I mean that the rest of them, their hair just kind of looks very 70s, right? Like they kind of look like cousin Oliver, from <laughs> from Brady Bunch, you know. And she has like long, natural, flowing locks, so and it looks. Someone really got cool. a hold of her, or she'd got a stylist or something, and said, "We're well, gonna really. I got this. Make you stand out. Yeah." So, so um, uh, there, I have also read, uh, in a, in, like, as a marketing example of what the NFL did to pivot in the 70s, which was one of the big things was extend the commercial breaks because then they got station breaks on the field, mm-hmm. which made gameplay more exciting for the fans. Right. On, and, on uh, the field. On yeah. the field because the guys had two and a half minutes to and rest it, or a minute and a half to, to rest. It was somewhere in the early 70s where they had actual halftime. When did the big halftime show start happening? I don't remember when I was a kid in the so Dallas Cowboys. So football halftime really shows actually started – uh, in in the college college level in right. late 1800s, that I'm saying and it was a I don't half remember hour the big productions and, during halftime. Right, the super, at all not even close to what it well, was. Keeping in mind that the you know your your AFL and NFL you know combined together for to be the NFL or AFC. How are the fuck it worked? NFC a- well, NFC and AFC are your 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 conferences, right? Yeah, and they formed the NFL. And then, right, but it was AFL and NFL. I think is what it was called. And they combined together, like, hey, let's just call it the NFL, and then we'll have AFC and NF- NFC. We'll have the Super Bowl, and that was like right. 1964 or something like that, or 62. Okay, yeah. So, um, but that was the beginning of it. But within 10 years, that's when it became a big thing. Now, I I remember in the early 90s is when it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it just like every year the halftime show got more and more extravagant and the 90s was also when you had powerhouse commercials and the super bowl lasted four hours oh yeah because you had to pack in all that advertising money Dude, i cannot I can, again i'm still i'm still in the camp of i don't care about tradition i'm still in the camp of super bowl should be saturday so that people can I, party and then, yeah. and then get a, drive home on or fly home on Sunday. I don't understand why it's still on Sundays. I've never understood that that tradition. I don't know, understand why that tradition has never been modified. Now, I also people don't show up on Mondays and shit. It's like the right. first people, people. No one's going to show up on Monday. Yeah, the people if they do, Monday. they're useless because right. they're hungover. Whether it's hungover from food or hungover from alcohol. I bet you a lot of companies actually or people plan on that and go, look, we're just not even going to fucking hardly be open. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, now, so the 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 back to the Kelsey, you know Taylor Swift thing. Oh yeah, it's it's interesting to watch the different types of personalities that come out when something like that happens. Because what you're talking about is cultural intrusion, is a term I've recently learned about, and it happens in anything. I can tell you like that when someone that like, doesn't belong in that in that. Thing. Well, you have people that feel like they're the official gatekeepers for the, for a certain thing. Okay. When and people people back to you know time memorial before we were before we were even speaking when we were still grunting. Mm-hmm. People, you humans, mean you and me or yeah, everybody. Oh, uh, like to form it into tribes because people right. like to belong, and when they belong to something, they have feel solidarity. Anything mm-hmm. and it's safety. And, and then they go. It's the same thing that goes with like the NIMBYs and not in my backyard. I'm here now, but I, I'm allowed to right. come in now, but I don't want you to come in. Right. Or we I had in this town. This is a, oh yeah, absolutely. But we Every you town. also have it in the punk rock community, the ska community, the metalhead yeah. community, the classic rocker community, the yep. the super heady, mathy, I only listen to Rush, The Who, and fucking uh and Pink Floyd because Thank you, that's me. <laughs> but but you're, you I didn't only listen to them, you, but that I was know my, you don't only yeah. listen to them, but there are people that are only like that. And then they don't like it when somebody 
uh, discovers it and uh, discovers this for the first time, it's like, yeah, you're no, not I've really. I've listened to Pink Floyd yeah. since I was a kid. Or and the, you even the assholes that are like, oh, you like Nirvana? Name three songs. Like they're wearing, somebody's right. wearing a Nirvana shirt. Well, fuck you. Maybe they only heard one song and they're like, I love that one song and it changed my life and now I'm just now getting into it. Right. And you have those gatekeepers. Like, yeah, you don't have but to be af- the same. Yeah. yeah they're afraid sure. of cultural intrusion. And it's uh, whether it's we're Swifties, we listen to Taylor Swift because it's empowering music, and we like this, and we like that, and we don't want you here, and we don't want you. I was an intruder. Like I was this. the oldest motherfucker there, I think. Which and and you and I'm sure there were people that were either silently or maybe saying to their friends like, "Why is this fucking guy here?" Right. Except that the majority of Taylor Swift fans, from like old to young, middle age. Dads, not dads, moms—they all kind of belong, and that's the whole thing about Taylor Swift's music. Is a lot of it is fucking universal. But here's what the cool thing about the concert was—we've already spoken about this too—but is that it was I didn't see one fight. There wasn't much right. of drunk people running around being crazy, and 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 uh, Julia ended up singing with a bunch of different groups because they yeah. all knew these songs. They all they all knew all the songs, yeah. right? And they were all just so fucking happy, and the whole place is singing, and it's just a ball, and it's just going on and on and on. I mean, it's just, it was a really, I'm just looking around going, I don't think I've seen this many positive and, people in my right. entire life at any one place. Now, and you have all these people that are there for the same reason, because they all love her and her music and, and right. everything that that entails. Now imagine that Travis Kelsey was up in a skybox, and she gave, gave him a shout-out. Or, let's say it was televised concert, mm-hmm. and they cut away from the performance she's giving, to talk about her boyfriend and the kind of stuff that he does and things like that. Who the fuck cares about him? Yeah, who fucking cares about him? Da da da. Like whatever. Right. She's just gonna break up with him, and write another oh, fucking we album. We all know about there's him. already been conversations. They're already got all figured out how much attention we're gonna give to Taylor Swift during this fucking broadcast. Right. They, they've already. There's probably still talk, maybe they've already and, got it and, out. and trying to read the room on do we alienate fans or are we getting more fans? Right. So it's interesting to watch it from a sociological point of view, which is where I kind of where I where I try to be objective as someone who. Because of having a daughter mm-hmm. of the age that w- at a, in, uh, 11 years old in 2011 when Taylor Swift made the, cha- the kind of the jump from country music to pop and then mm-hmm. became a superstar, S- I've been around her music since kind of the kind of the, the get go. Right. Um, and I get it and I understand it. I also am a huge fan of, of fairly like for, of certain, uh, certain kinds of music. And I can understand that gatekeeping mentality because when I was a dumbass, you know, child, and I say child as under the age of like twenty five, mm-hmm. that I was one of those people too. I didn't like the fact that some guy would show up to Warp Tour, which was primarily punk rock bands. I didn't like the guy showing up to Warp Tour wearing a Wu Tang Clan shirt because, hey, wait a second, no, the hip hop heads where I come from, the hip hop guys beat the shit out of the punk rockers. Why the fuck are you here? And I, I have that mentality. I may have vocalized it, may have not. But that's a gatekeeping mentality, and that comes from the fact that you're a place where you feel safe, and you feel safe because you're surrounded by a bunch of people that think the same way that you do, mm-hmm. and you don't want anybody else to come in and upset that. So you don't want the cultural intrusion. Mm-hmm. And that I just, I, the more I think about it, that's really interesting. And people can apply that to different facets of their lives, and we all do it to a certain degree. You may do it as like the guy who shows up. Maybe the aviation community is a bad example, but I don't, I'm sure there's something that's like. Oh, uh, it's the Sears group. Actually, people still bash Sears yeah, people. Absolutely. And I'm so you, a Sears person. You, you're a Sears guy. The only, reason I'm a, the only reason I am is because it happens to be a composite, and they came out right at the time when I was wanting to ramp up my business. Right. I didn't care if it was a Sears or a diamond. It didn't matter. They, they were, they were, they were 
hit the ground it's running. It's not the brand; it's the substance of the band. Yeah, the brand. and I did. I had no idea at and that you point have these that serious people farts. would be bashed all the time. Yeah, and you have these old farts that are hyper traditionalists that are like, "No, that's not the fucking plastic airplanes, Paul." Blah 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 blah. Right. And you're like, "Fuck you!" Right. And they're they they don't want you in your in in, in their little and your club. Plastic they, parachute yeah, airplane. Your plastic parachute plane that has few very few rivets on it. When those guys are all rivet heads. Right. And and it's the same thing. Um, and, and it's there's there, but for them the threat is we're becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. These types of aircraft are becoming obsolete because there's better things that have come along. Taylor Swift is gonna like on a, her last tour brought in as much money as probably like five NFL teams, probably right. Yeah, with fewer working parts to the equation. Mm-hmm. That would be terrifying to me if I was a, a high-level businessman and go, holy shit, how do we capitalize on this? A lot of people this? are mad at her, too, and you've probably seen people talking about this because, you know, she's she makes an occasional political statement. And yeah. it's... it's uh, and she didn't for the longest time until right. she had to address uh, a, a, a... I think it was her live concert, one of her live concert DVDs that came out, where there's a behind-the-scenes conversation about whether or not they need to say anything political and this and that and the other. And I, I thought it was a leaked video. Apparently it just went out on the DVD. Okay. And uh, it was her being either like anti-Trump. It wasn't so much yeah, pro- she wasn't pro-Trump. She wasn't, she, well, it was, she wasn't necessarily pro-Biden, but she was definitely anti-Trump. Correct. And, and of course, and, that's going to, and she can influence obviously a tremendous yeah. amount of people. She, it's going to be some number of percent points Do you know in the, there. the latest stat that I read literally just this morning uh, in the my news feed? Uh, no. One in five Americans, not one in five American females, not one in five American females under the age of the day. One in five Americans mm-hmm. identify as a Swifty. Holy shit. That's a lot. Yeah. That's 20%. Yeah. Out of 100 million, that's 20 million people. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. That will. That's not swaying an election. That's causing a landslide. So do you think there'll be a big shift in uh, women and and being empowered, quote unquote, and to, to going more? Like if she really. If she just goes ahead and endorses a candidate that's not no, no, Trump. No, or, no, no, or, no or, I mean like oh. uh, 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 a Kelsey. Like if, if they're really together, is she going to like hit it hard and do like really hard romance, powerful romance songs? You know, and influence her her music that way. Well, she she has those. She gets yeah. a lot of publicity for the the, the breakup songs that are kind of like the 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 fuck you. Yeah, so it's why'd like you Alanis fuck me Morissette. over? That's how got she got popular. Yeah, and then thing. Alanis Morissette's next album <clears throat> was was almost all uh, the next album after Jagged Little Pill was almost all love songs. That's true. Tremendously powerful love songs. Yeah. But Taylor Swift's, I would say it's 50 50. They're, they're love songs written while she's in love, and then there's breakup songs that were written after the, the one, breakup. The, the, one, the breakup ones get the most attention. Of course like, they do. Go fuck everybody. And, I'm, I'm, I'm and powerful. Her, and her fans are so songs. rabid, and they're so, uh, they're so present online, and they can do so much research. They kind of put two and two together. When the song was written, okay, we know publicly that she was with this guy, this guy, and this guy. So it's about one of those right, three. Right. Then look through context clues and meta, re, like wade through metaphor and go, that song's about this person. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what what it it really is doing is making the NFL a lot of money, and it's increasing. Oh hell it's yeah! Increasing the uh, you know, Jason threw out a number. He said it's not a hundred percent settled yet, but the last number that he heard, which was like I think the like sun early Sunday morning. Like the Sunday morning sports report or financial sports report, which she also pays attention to, uh-huh. he said it's on it's it, it's uh, in the realm of three hundred fifty million more dollars <laughs> that, that, <she's>, all, <laughs> that she's brought in <laughs> of like advertising revenue because Holy she's shit. there and there's more eyes on the games, which is bonkers. Yeah, that's so much money. 
Yeah. That's so much money that all they have to do is just pan a camera up and be like, hey, look, she's here, and then go right back to the game and just like, right. bang, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And if she just happens, not on purpose at all, but she's drinking like a, a Coke Zero, it's the, oh my it's God. the same thing. She's that big of an influence. So, but, but really, the f- I wonder, is someone like that careful what they what they have in their hand? Or, or does she say, I don't really give a shit. I'm drinking this. Someone hand to me, I like the flavor, and not care about it. Or is she like, I better not hold that. Is she sponsored by any... I, I don't want to go. To I don't know path, if she is or not. Well, I, or would she give a shit? I don't she's think she gives doing. a shit because she doesn't need sponsorship. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like she's she just really. But if doesn't. she happened to have a Pepsi in her hand or a Coke in her hand, it's oh my god, how many millions of people are going to go out and buy more Pepsi or I, Coke? I'm sure that Jesus. would that would happen. I don't yeah. think that she would do that. Yeah, not on purpose. Yeah. No. No. Um, oh, I see what you mean. If she's oh, up there yeah. in the booth talking and chatting it up with someone who's a songwriter, oh, that's great. But and they just have and she just takes a swig of a just happens to fucking drink of. Coke Zero. I would be so upset if she was like eating a Taco Bell and drinking like a Fresca. <laughs> I, lo- I had a Fresca the other day. I fucking They're love Fresca. Good. I've always loved Fresca. My grandmother used to drink Fresca. I drank yeah. the go- the goddamn bejesus out of it for years. It's, it's delicious. Really, it's a little more biting and more refreshing than a lot of It is. Lot of it, to me, it's, zero calories. Uh, it's like uh, San Pellegrino with fake sugar in it. Yeah. Because it's, it's just way more carbonated. And it's really good with vodka. It's a, it's a grapefruit, isn't it? It's, I think, it's, uh, I think yeah. it's grapefruit. Yeah. I think it's what it is. Yeah, to me, it's like it a, it's, it's a less sweet, uh, less full-bodied squirt. <laughs> and I love squirt. Less full-bodied squirt. <laughs> squirt does. Squirt's more full-bodied. It is. I don't There's know how, squirt. but it is. going to give you a full-bodied squirt. i got to give you a full-body squirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so awful. Um, anyway, with vodka is really great. It is, yes, I'm very trying, much so. God, I kind of want to. I really want a Fresca and vodka right now. Yes, I also. Fantastic. I kind of always am on a certain level of wanting a Fresca and vodka. And you know what? I'm on a long road trip. I'd like a Fresca and vodka right now. Or right. I just woke up in the morning. You know what sounds great? A Fresca and vodka. God, there's nothing like a really super refreshing spring type light drink like that, though. You know, I mean, yeah. just a super super light, just a little bit sweet, but with vodka in there that you know is going to work. I, you, know. you, you can tell that spring has uh, prematurely sprung in Kingman, Arizona, when you get in the upper 60s during the day. 71 degrees or 72 degrees. Oh, out. nice out, out and here. And tomorrow's going to be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Then we're going to have a lot of rain. Then and it's going to fucking suck again. It's going to suck yeah. for a while. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to buy, like, uh, salt to put down on my walkways and shit around my house. Oh, you probably are. I hate that. I hate the fact that I live in the desert and I have to do that. Regardless. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the, I think it's cute. I am a hopeless fucking romantic as much as I try to let that shit go. And I think it's cool that two people with very high profiles that are top in their career yeah, have found each game. other and seen. She, he's in, going to the Super Bowl, and she's, she can't get any topper than He's her. going to the Super Bowl topper? again and will be in the NFL Hall of Fame and probably be a record holder when yeah. he gets there, and it may be a record that See, never these gets are broken. Both, that's apex people. You, you kind of you yeah. meet with your match. She's apex. He's apex. You know, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, and let's so. not discount the fact that uh, he's from Ohio. So, like, just Walsh. I don't have there. a problem with Ohio. I know but, people do. I don't have any problem with Ohio. But also, have you seen the videos of his brother? His brother is no. absolute chaotic energy. He's Burt Kreischer if he could play. If Burt Kreischer <laughs> could play football, when, I I have not watched any of this really. So, to, so Jason Kelsey is he's a center. He's also I know you're familiar with that position. Yes. Uh, he's a center, a good center, not as not as good of a center as his brother is a tight end, from what I understand. But okay. still. NFL quality starter, right. you know, so whatever big, for the Bills, big dude, and he, you know, the Bills lost. They lost out in their playoff right. uh, bid, so they didn't make it to the playoffs. When uh, I mean, there's video of him 
uh, going out and dr- apparently there's a thing in Buffalo where people drink shots out of bowling balls. I don't know why this is a thing. Hey, that sounds like a really that wow. sounds like a great thing to do at a tailgate. Let's let's twelve pound ball with booze in it. How, how many long? The, how many shots does it take until you let the ball slip out while you're over your head? I don't. And I, it clunks you in the noggin. I think it's great because uh, I've been to Buffalo or near Buffalo in the winter time, and I think whatever those people are going to do, they're not going to feel it if it drops on their right. foot until the springtime anyway. Right. So he's like shirt off, wearing uh, a like a uh, like a cousin Eddie Shitter's full kind of hat that is a Buffalo Bills hat. <laughs> At a tailgate party for the Buffalo Bills, out drinking with the fans. Okay, that's which cool. I think is fantastic that, is that cool. a player has access to that. That's so great for the fans. So incredible. Um, again, shirtless, and he's a center. <laughs> Keep that in mind because he's a beefer, big dude, a hundred percent. And uh, this is not the kind of guy that uh, does anything with his chest hair other than brush it. Yeah. Uh, and and I just so he's love wearing that. a sweater. Yeah, he's with already no clothes. wearing a sweater. He took his shirt off, but somehow he's still wearing a sweater. <laughs> Uh, so running around, drink, chucking beers with fans. So then he goes to his brother's, uh, playoff game, the, the, the chiefs, chiefs. Uh-huh. And, uh, God, I can't remember who that was that they played. Cause I watched a little bit of that game. So he's up in the booth and you've got Travis Kelsey's brother, right? Jason, Jason uh-huh. watching his brother play for the chiefs, uh, staying next to his wife. He, this man is currently wearing a shirt up in the booth with his wife uh-huh. and this, and his mom. Who's also watching her other son play, mm-hmm. and then you've got Taylor Swift watching her boyfriend. They're all up in there. Yeah. This family that you know is probably going to be together so for this, a while. Now this is the only reason I'm going to watch the Super Bowl is because of this. Because you want to know? To, to oh, be there's honest, to be honest. There's, there's more, and it involves aviation. And I can't wait for you to open up about this. I'm on a second. So, so I there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, wait. There's only one thing I may like w- worse than the F-35. That's Taylor Swift's fucking private plane. Yeah. I don't care for that. I'm Which goes that. into the next thing that I'm going to bring up. Right, hold on so, a second. Um, oh, my I'm God. I'm not done with the Jason Kelsey thing of him hopping out yeah. of the – ripping his shirt off, hopping the – like, ripping his shirt off. Oh, yes, he is like Burt Kreischer. Uh, uh, yes. He is a Burt Kreischer football he's, guy. He, he's 100% and, and probably taller and wider than Burt Kreischer, <laughs> which is fucking crazy because Burt's a big dude. Yeah. Jason Kelsey, as soon as the Chiefs won, he just manhandles and slides open the window and hops out of their booth oh my down God. into the stands. It's not like that f- far. Okay. Five, not- five feet, maybe. Oh, okay. From you the window could, ledge. Those things where they flip up, you still could fuck your oh, leg yeah. up. He hops out like he's jumping a, uh, uh, a pommel horse. Oh, or God. hopping over a fence with yeah, two legs. Yeah. Because he's a big dude, but he's he's NFL he's still quality. Athletic. He's, he's got to be able to move that he's mass around. Yeah, absolutely. And with no pads on and no right. shirt to constrict him. <laughs> right. He hops out, swinging his shirt around, runs down through the stands. People are throwing beers at him. He's slamming beers, doing this. Keeps waving his shirt around. He's all excited for his brother. Sure. His wife is up in the booth like, oh, my fucking God. Like, she's, <laughs> I know she's happy because she's got a couple nice houses and nice sure. cars and their kids she's are gonna, taking She's going to give him some slack. Fuck yeah, and he's <laughs> excited, but she's smiling and laughing, and he's so excited for his brother. And tra- Taylor Swift is looking at him, looking at him going, I can't wait for this guy to be my fucking brother-in-law because <laughs> he fucking parties. Yeah. And he's happy for his brother. Right. He's t- who, uh, like the day before or maybe earlier that day, I think it was the day before, his team lost their bid for the Super Bowl. Right. And they were the closest. The Bills were closest and they had been in a long time. He would be really bitter and just. He could be angry, whatever. but he was so happy for his brother. Yeah. And just running around. And he did, does this for like two minutes, and then he runs back up. And after crushing I don't know how many beers, 
still no shirt on throws a shirt on like over his shoulder like he like this like the like the statue of david right and then hops like two legged over back up from the stands in back into the booth and then shuts the the window <laughs> and i'm like this man is an animal and he's so happy for his brother and i just fucking love watching the spectacle so that to me to sum that up is what football is about is to just watch the spectacle have a good time and then but hating on the new viewership whether no matter what gender they are it is really dumb and you kind of hate on all the marketing and the money involved and and that huge fucking how fake it is and this and that and the other but like I genuinely feel like I don't think this is a machination uh, some machination 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 of some higher macarena of higher financial force like it's not a higher financial force that has put together uh, uh, Kelsey and Swift. I think you, you they think, did, think genuinely clean met. I think that's or, a clean thing. Yeah. I think a lot of other shit on the field is dirty. The referees and things mm-hmm. like that. There's potential for for some dirty shit, and that only comes from people that are more knowledgeable about the sport than I am. So you know how people would uh, watch. I, I don't know which were more popular, you know, the commercials or the halftime show. I don't know which got more fanfare first. Maybe they both about the same time. I think it was the commercials. Okay. Uh, well, it might have been about okay, the same so time. Okay, so those aren't funny anymore. And here's why they're not funny anymore. In my opinion. Or they're not that good anymore because there's so much other creativity going on out there with, I don't know, you know, TikTok and on on TikTok, uh, TikTok, on, YouTube, on Instagram YouTube, Reels, shorts, Facebook all Reels, that stuff. All of it. You've got to really, you've got to really do something spectacularly, yeah. badass and cool and interesting and to get your real attention. Like it was easier 20 years ago. And do you know how I know that you are spot on and correct? And this year is going to be no different. And it's a further slide into decline for the Super Bowl commercials is? because Geico is teasing bringing back the caveman commercials. Oh, God. They've already released two of them. Like, who really cares? So they're doing what Hollywood does is just right. rehash shit that they know kind of worked right. back in the day. So because I, I could care less about the commercials near as much, like, oh, let's watch the halftime. All the commercials are going to be great. No, not really. And the halftime show has got to be, that's kind of fun. The best time I remember was the when they had it in, in L.A. or in, uh, uh, wasn't that the Super Bowl? I'm thinking of where they had they had all the all the uh, uh, well they had uh, uh, Eminem and uh, and uh, Snoop Dogg and uh, uh, what the fuck was that was that yeah was I that think the that Super Bowl? I think that yeah oh no it was yeah it was last year it was last year when they had yeah. uh, Dre and Snoop and Wait, Eminem that and last? that was last year no let me think yep pretty sure that was last year really yeah remember how we watched the the like trailer for it over and over yes. and over again here at the hangar on the big screen that was pretty fucking cool hell no, yeah it was. That was older but that. That was worth watching, but some halftime, as we know, some halftime shows are like, oh god. Like I, I love Tom Petty. Tom Petty was a stinker. Yeah, they brought in Tom Petty because he was safe and yes. he wasn't going to whip his dick out on stage, right? Because they were afraid of the whole Janet Jackson thing. That really Boob stifled things. But yeah. the best, hands down, the best halftime show ever was Prince. Oh yeah, and people Absolutely. were like, "Why is Prince going to be in a halftime show?" And then they fucking saw Prince. fucking Prince. And they yeah. just, people just didn't. They, they didn't appreciate so, Prince. But because I think the halftime show, eh, Usher's good, but uh, whatever. You know, but Usher. who knows what Usher's going to, who, who he's going to bring out of, bring out of retirement. kind of, meh. So now if I'm going to watch it, if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it because I want to see what Taylor Swift's doing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> there you it. go. Look at that. Shit. There's your viewership dollars right there. There it is. Yeah. Mm. The, and so uh, the other thing is, too, is, uh, is, and I'm not exactly in agreement on how some of these people have done it, but it's football dudes explaining to their Swifty female friends how how, I've seen how Taylor Swift is going to be able to make it to super, the Super Bowl on February 11th when she has a show in Tokyo on 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 uh, February 10th? Well, it's not going to be by steamboat. Correct. 
and he's trying to like the uh, I've seen the one that I, that I saw first was cracking me up, and they're like they just don't understand time zones. Oh, because that's where the, the international, international dateline date is right there. Right. That uh, that so they're trying to show their dumb girlfriends how it works or something. And, and like that. yeah, and quote and, unquote and exactly, yeah. and that's essentially what it is. Which is kind of this is a little misogynistic. Yeah. It's all in good fun, right? But it's it's football dude trying to connect the the higher the other the higher like metaphor is football dude trying to connect with the Swifties. To, because they're going to be watching the right. Super Bowl, and they're like, "There's no way she can make it." I don't think they make a plane that fast. And he <laughs> goes, "They do make planes that fast." Taylor right. Swift doesn't own one, but she doesn't need to go that fast because. And he's trying she to explain to the plane. whole thing, like, "Let's, huh?" He has a fast plane. Well, they're thinking, "Well, what is oh, it mock, like, mock like numbers?" And stuff. Yeah, exactly, oh, okay, like you. that kind of okay. thing. Like the the yeah, and the one video I saw, which another one I saw, I was like, "Isn't she going to need like?" That black plane that flies super fast looks like a spaceship. I shit you not. He's like, do you mean the Blackbird? An and SR she's 71. like, oh yeah, that one. That they no, she's not flying in that one. That's not. A th- I don't have the time to explain to you why that's not happening. But right. no, she doesn't need that. Let's say this, and he breaks it down. Her concerts are about this long. We know this because it's the same show she's been doing. Da da da. If she leaves Tokyo by midnight, midnight on t- the eleventh mm-hmm. is Tokyo Tokyo time. Right. Is this time on the, in, 10th. on the 10th in Las Vegas. Then they're going to travel across the international date line. Right. And it costs it takes this amount of hours to get way. there. Yeah. And these it just like these girls are just like their 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 faces go blank. <laughs> but it's going to be they're going to arrive there. But this international date line doesn't mean you're going to arrive there tomorrow. No. That's if you went the other direction. Right. How do you go the other direction? Can't you only go from here to here? Yes. <laughs> You go from here to here, and watching these videos is cracking me up. And I'm like, I hope Paul has seen these videos. No, because I, I don't know if you would laugh at that a little bit. It's not the same thing, but it's kind of like your dumb girlfriend being a little misogynistic. Like, okay, if you're in a car and you're traveling 80 miles per hour, how far will you go in one hour? Oh yeah, have you seen those? Yes, I have. There are endless ones of those. Yeah. Now the funny <laughs> thing is, is that you, what what in here? What I really want to see in this guy, the the original video that I saw, the, and he said, and he just kind of goes after the video, and they're just still not getting it. They're like, Taylor Swift's not going to make it to to see her boyfriend in the Super Bowl. That's a travesty. She should cancel her Tokyo concert. <laughs> and it just kind of cuts to the end, and he's just like hand in his face, like oh my god. And then it cuts <laughs> to him later. He's like, stay tuned for part two, where they explain to me why Taylor Swift is is decent. <laughs> or something like that is like is is he, is anything above a pop star, right? And I just want to see that video because the sure. role reversal, right? Because like the if a car's traveling at eighty miles an hour, how far? how far will we go in one hour? The other like you flip that and go, if I have this kind of makeup and da 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 da, how many years younger will I look? And uh, you know what I mean? Like it's right. it's just explaining something that's Depends totally out of their in, wheelhouse. What, what you're doing exactly. Yeah. And it, uh, but that that's still funny though. Yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely funny. funny. Yeah. We take a break. Uh, yeah, we can take a break. Or I'm I'm kind of out of topics. I that's all I had to talk about because I knew we could rant about it. Well, that's the it's first half. We'll, we'll we'll do we'll yeah. Do a, all right, we'll be brief, back. We'll do a brief second. We will we will be back in a few moments. Once upon a time, a few mistakes ago, I was in your sights. You got me alone. You found me. You found me. You found me. I guess you didn't care, and I guess I like that. And when I fell hard, you took a step back without me, without me, without me. And she's all gone, and she's next to me. And I 
back uh for better or worse we're both um, hungry it's been a while since we actually took the break paul's going topless um paul's doing his best burt kreischer impersonation right now and usually we don't wear pants but this time i'm switching it up switching it up variety no. is a spice of life yes it is uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's not actually topless folks he is wearing a shirt no you're just not wearing headphones which it's is the first time it's like a non-story but also i don't know how you feeling about it it actually it feels okay. All right. I do like the headphones. These are a little bit nicer set I bought for myself than these other ones we have floating around here. So they do sound pretty good. And um, it sounds, and you, I guess you feel more comfortable because you can hear your own voice. So you know it's working. Well, so, you know what I'm saying? For, for me, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. You have to have it. Kind of. It, it, well, it's not that I have to. It's, the, it's that because I'm also kind of, quote, unquote, the producer. Yeah, because I have the mixing board in front of me. Yeah, you have to know what's going on, and I could tell you up or down or something like that. Right. I wouldn't know unless I'm constantly looking at the board. But but I can hear your voice. Uh, 
in my headphones. Yes. And which it, most it, podcasts that people are uh, that have a producer, that's when you have the option. Like a producer that's not on the podcast, yeah, they're just listening they're behind they're all, the wall or yeah, whatever. They're, they're yeah, they're behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, so I would say the first few minutes were just a little bit different, but I am completely used to it now, and cool. it's kind of comfortable. Right on. Like I don't mind this, and I know that y- you can hear me and anybody else that would be on these other microphones in your, in your yeah. headset. Uh, only one time before, I kind of would wear one, like they do sometimes in studios where they one yeah. off your ear and one on your ear. I did that up before, a while, you know, a couple years ago. A little Sometimes when it's hot as shit up here, I have to do that just yeah. to let one ear breathe and switch right. back and forth. But we have, we have pretty good... Uh, environmental oh yeah now. yeah now but remember the few days last year or last summer that's oh. like all right man if you want to come and record but it's still gonna be well, hot the year as before shit. that was like 100 and literally 15 or 16 years old or some bullshit 100 oh yeah oh last year yeah or the year before whenever year, that was. last summer i don't know it was, I think it was the year before that last summer we broke records we did yeah yeah we continue continue to do that because you know um i think it's because the homosexual is getting married now we have climate change i think it's because that, yeah, that's what somebody told that, me on on the on the tv Oh, okay. Well, cat and jumped. the cat just jumped up. All right, so you want to make a shout out? I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to my my uh, my little brother Sean, who's a firefighter, and recently uh, last summer changed districts and sent out here. My folks are snowbirding in my yard, uh, which sounds like a really strange thing to do, but it is it's snowbirding a, like a Cleveland steamer. No, it's not. Please oh. stop. Stop. <laughs> no, they have their their camp trailer uh, in my side yard for a few months and are enjoying their retirement and. Uh, I swear to God, every day my stepdad is checking the weather constantly in Troy, Ohio, and it's just just kind of chuckles. Is it really bad? That well, it's not bad oh, right now. Was, I think it's warming up. It a little was bit. real, real fucking bad for like two weeks. Right, but right now I think it's They're, okay. I think it's a warm. It, it'll go up and yeah. Well, as my brother would say, he's like, yeah, man, it's warm as hell outside. It's forty-five degrees and eighty percent right. humidity. About out to, there golfing, about to rain, and, and I'm wearing board shorts and flip flops. Yeah. That's only because the day before it was five degrees. Right. Um. But he sent out with my folks. Uh, my folks also have to say, uh, very thankful for them for bringing not only like a thirty pack or twenty four pack of Yingling Lager, which Ooh. I don't get to drink very often. Ooh. Ooh, but they also brought out something very special that Yingling only makes at a very specific time of year, and it's made with Hershey's chocolate okay. from Hershey, PA, because that's where that's where you know, that's where Yingling's made, yeah. right? And it's a chocolate porter, and holy shit, is it good. Yeah, if they fuck that up, it's kind of like, okay, guys. And it, it tastes just like, uh, it doesn't taste like a beer with Hershey's syrup added to it. Yeah. It tastes like a Hershey's chocolate bar. Wow. It's so good. Uh, but then, on top of that, yeah. are you familiar with Esther Price candy? But hold on a second. I owe your mom, you and your mom indirectly, because you, you share your she apples birth and, to me? and pears. Oh yeah, yes, the, absolutely. Over the holidays, yeah. Like, and those pairs are so. so those pairs good. were stupid. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, real yeah. quick, the shout out to my brother who sent out with the candy. With my, with, the, well, no, the Esther oh. Price candy. You're familiar with Esther Price? Yes. The holiday candies. Well, yes. not holiday. You can get them year round. They were founded in Dayton, Ohio. Right. So was Warped Wing Brewing, which we've talked about before. It's in the old Wright Brothers factory, yes. yeah, or one of their old factories. Well, they made their own kind of like a similar version of the the Yingling Hershey Porter. Think the Wright brothers violated their sister in that building? Will you stop? And yes, probably. <laughs> in fact, that's where Warped Wing brews all their beers right there on the spot. They have a plaque. And Tom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but I think that's I don't know if that's a rumor or not, and who really cares? But that's okay. I'm sure that they all know about it. That's a, that was yeah. like an unspoken. But thing. But no one really wants to talk about it. The, who, who wants to talk about? Apparently, that? you because you bring oh. it up about every three months. I'm sorry. Okay. Like so, so clockwork. So Warped Wing Brewery. Warped Wing Brewing, 
fantastic beer in Dayton, Ohio. They teamed up with Esther Price to make an Esther Price coconut chocolate porter that is just fucking apeshit good. Right. So, yeah, they brought out some cool stuff in addition to those things that are consumables. My brother sent out uh, some a uh, couple hats. Well, one for one he gave to his dad, my stepdad. Okay. Your but the other one's for my, my brother is a... Yeah. What? Nothing. Go ahead. My brother's a firefighter, and he works for the district of Miami Valley Fire. They call it themselves the district. Wait, is as, this, didn't you say he... Didn't he switch positions recently or something? Yeah, he switched districts. He, he, oh. he was at uh, the, the Troy Fire, and he moved down to a different one down in Dayton or south of Dayton, or a little on, like, the south side of Dayton. Okay. And uh, loves it down there. And these guys have, like, their own merch. And so he sent me this hat, and it's a cool hat. It actually looks like kind of like a more, like, the trendy, kind of a Western-style hat that has, like, King Ropes or or Miller Lite or something like that. It just says, The District. Oh, nice. Fire and EMS. Like, that's going to be kind of a rare hat, especially around here. They're kind of known as, yeah, no shit. Um, and it's already brought me. Uh, I spoke with him last week and told him. I said, you know, I, I, the like, I had only had it for like four days. I'm sitting, you know, uh, uh you know, sitting at a, a a gas station, and somebody recognized or not recognized and saw the hat, and it said fire and EMS. It was a few firefighters. Like, hey, where's that at? I'm like, it's in Ohio. It's where my brother's, uh, okay. my brother's district. They're cool. like, and then one guy goes, hey, chief, how come we don't have merch? <laughs> and and. Uh, he's like, oh, no, I never thought about that. He's like, do we need merch? He goes, well, look at the hat. And he goes, well, that's a nice hat. Right. So it's already kind of cool. <laughs> it is um, cool. And it's hilarious uh, if Kingman starts well, getting merch. The idea behind it, my brother said, was it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek joke, to, a reference to, like, the Ohio State University. Oh, yeah. How the guys announce it like that. And there is a reasoning behind that because there's two state universities of Ohio. There's Ohio University and Ohio State University. And one predates the other, and to distinguish the two, it's the Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. Now it's become like an ego thing with football players and various other people on TV, but the district. And it's specific to my brother's district because they're kind of considered like the upper echelon because they're all fire, they're all EMS, they're all open water, they're all this, they're all that, they're wow. all trained. Every one of them is it has the all like kind of like their uh, – they're all industrial trained. They're all this. They're all, open. All these like, certifications. Or whatever all these certifications. Called, yeah. yeah. So they're like the district, which I just think is badass. So, so I assume. So shout out to those guys. I know he said that he would he would tell them to listen to the podcast. Okay. And, and so the real question is, do I assume, and not even assume, I know that fire uh, stations still do the whole cook thing, you know, the cooking stuff. Oh, God, the, yeah. So do yeah. you know, now this is a newer place he's, he works at or whatever his, his, he's stationed at now. Is he talked to any about like, hey, these guys are making, we're making this over here? No, you know that? what? I need to talk to him about that, and yeah. I, I will remember to ask him about the, the food situation. Was there, uh, this previous place, I'm sure you've talked to him before, is there some certain stuff that he would make that you recall or anything? Not offhand, not offhand, okay. but I know that they ate well. Okay. Yeah, I, and had beautiful kitchens. And usually it's someone that... It, Works there that does it right or yeah, a few, so a few people they take turns yeah okay yeah are you almost re- it's almost like an unwritten rule where you're required okay now it's you're cooking on Tuesday next probably Tuesday. it's probably like that or it's on a hierarchy system based on like hey he's a probie or he's like he's low man on totem pole or lo- the bottom three if we're getting graham crackers and milk uh, yeah right today. like no and it better be good like that kind of thing I don't know <laughs> yeah. how accurate it's to like the TV shows and movies I have to ask my brother about that I'm not okay. sure. He's been a firefighter for years, so that, that'd be great to be big. big. And yeah, you have stuff that you could, or obviously, you could turn on the burner on low in case you had to leave, so it doesn't get ruined. If you're right in the middle of cooking something, you got to yeah. be able to, to just put it away. Yeah, you know, and then come back to Learn it. Learn how to cook it fast, or something, or crock pots. 
cro- a crock pot would be perfect. The, the tragic irony of the crock pot malfunctioning and catching the fire station on oh, fire while they're on a call. That's a tragic irony. That would. Uh, and the food's ruined, which we, is the important the, thing. Who left the crock pot on? Oh, great. Oh, great. Proby. Now those God fuckers over there have to put our fire station. Oh, out. how bad would that be for the <laughs> district? Anyways, all joking aside, thank yeah. you guys for doing what you do, and shout out to my little brother. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about before? Oh, um, it was, uh, Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that, well, was, uh, that was before. We, no, no, I meant before. <laughs> anyway, oh, the I I just appreciate certain things that I can't get here in Kingman. That people will send or bring to me from elsewhere. How and it's, close it's, is Yingling to Kingman right now? Uh, I mean, Ohio is the farthest west that it goes f- out of Pennsylvania. They now are in Texas only out of a, a brewery, in, uh, like a big industrial brew house in Texas. So you can get Yingling pretty much everywhere in Texas right now. Yeah, didn't we talk about this? Like it's going in, they, in Florida now or 2019, something? 2019, they said. No, it's been in Florida for probably 10, okay, 10 years or more. Okay, there some place they were going. It was in a big deal. North Florida, North Florida, the old, uh, I think it was, uh, wasn't Ham's. I can't remember who it was. Stroh's. The old okay. Stroh's Brewery in the panhandle of Florida, if I remember right. Uh, I think that's where it's They're at. now making Yingling or something? That they, Yingling bought it. Oh, okay. And so they make it and distribute it in all over Florida, southern Alabama. Um, because of that. Southern move. Mississippi, yes. Yeah. Good solid beer, man. It's, it's a great beer. It is a great, and they make really good beers. But I've only ever had three of them. I've had Yingling Lager, like the Amber Lager, like their flagship beer. I've had their mm-hmm. Yingling Light, which is great. Tastes it tastes like a little more fresh version of like Miller Light or crisp mm-hmm. version. And then uh, now the uh, Hershey Porter, mm-hmm. which is delicious. You gonna save me one? I'm one. considering. I'm saving. I think I want to save two. One for you and one for somebody else because okay. I want you to try it. I've been very ginger with it because it, it's also like kind of like seven and a half percent. So like, and it's delicious. So it'll so get away. So that's from what you. they brought you was thirty of those. Is that what you're saying? No, a twelve pack of those. Twelve, oh, pack, 12 of those pack of those and a twenty four pack of uh, of 30. the lager. Uh, I said thirty. You said thirty. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's all uh, delicious and very much appreciated. And they also brought out cool stuff like from you know, there's certain things you miss like. And and this is not a out west thing. This is a Kingman thing. There's no meat market in Kingman. There used to be, right? Yeah, there, there was, be, yeah. and it closed down 15 years yeah. ago. Yep. And uh, so, and sadly, the the one that I've been going to since I we've been going to since I was a little kid, and then like a couple generations back, was a place called Landis, which is maybe 15 miles or so from where I grew up, mm-hmm. and it was all all everything that they sold out of their store was grown on their farms or baked by the ladies that work that are like oh, the, that'd be, the, the, that'd be the lovely. Oh man. You could have fresh baked bread and meat. Yeah. Not yeah. baked meat. Not fresh baked, baked meat. <laughs> you could get baked meats. You know, you could get that. <laughs> yeah. But now they've had to like and it sucks because this place was all like all one stop shop with the best bratwurst and bacon and hams and turkeys oh, and man. chicken and That's baked goods and every everything. Day or every week. Little tiny joint. Little tiny like yeah. delicatessen style, but they had like ten people working in there at any given time. The old pole, the number you, oh, nice! Yeah, Still the paper thing. Yeah, a little red paper There's thing. Mine. Yeah, I'm next. So, uh, since they closed a couple years ago, my mom and stepdad have been on the lookout for a new place to take their place or a new new uh, establishment to take that place. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they, they it took two two different places in two different areas of the county to take the place of the one. Oh. So they brought out uh, smoked pork chops, which is something I've never had before. Because, you know, they're traveling by trailer. They've sure. got a full-size fridge and freezer yeah. and brought that out. And uh, they had smoked pork chops, which I made the other night, which is incredible. I had different, just regular pork chops last night. And holy shit, just such good quality pork. 
that you don't normally you know you don't normally get unless you live or you know somebody who's raised a hog. And then, yeah, there's a big difference between your basic average sort of middle of nowhere store bought pork chops, right. and the real deal. Huge difference. It was a major difference. Yeah, and I remember as a kid living up you know living living up in the Air Force, being a you know living on Air Force Base with my mother making pork chops. I remember they were small and kind of skimpy, kind and, of shitty pork chops. And these were a solid inch thick. Yeah. The smoked pork chops tasted like a smoked ham. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they're, they kind of took like the fatty end of the chop so that like it gathered, gra- grabs the smoke better. You know, mm-hmm. the fat grabs a hold of smoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, all right, so what, how should I season them? And my mom's like, just don't. Not nothing. Nothing. I'm like, what do you mean don't? Are you sure? Don't. Please don't. Even a it's, little bit of salt or pepper, nothing. No, it's nothing. already salted and smoked. And no, she, was, she was right. Okay. And I cooked it like a ribeye, okay. like three minutes on each side. Oh, done. Man. Oh, my God. And then uh, the uh, the plain ones I cooked last night, and I used uh, this uh, seasoning McCormick seasoning mix that it was delicious. It was good. And well, I'm now hungry. Can we stop recording? Yeah, no shit. I'm starving. Like okay. I I haven't eaten. Well, you probably haven't eaten all day, and you're good at that. But uh, I'm not too good at that. And I uh, ate at like was, nine o'clock. I was going to stop at some some fast food place when I was running around getting shit, and I just didn't do it. I ran out of time. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, and I got an air fryer, so I'll be reporting on that. I've been going. Oh, they, ha- they brought you ham. one. You're saying? No, uh, Porsche gave me one. Porsche like a got new a one? new. Uh, uh, or it's like her, she was tired of using it or something. It's or? a couple years old and she got a new big one that's like has okay. racks in it. Like it opens up. It look, it's like a like bigger, a little bit bigger than a toaster oven, but same concept. The fold okay. down front of the door. And I, it, I've never messed around with, or I don't think I've ever had air fry food. It's uh, it's incredible how fast it is. This morning I made uh, ha- uh not hash browns, uh, home fries, like cubed potato. Okay. That I seasoned to- or tossed in oil, threw how some seasoning take? in there. Twenty minutes. That's pretty fast for and potatoes. You just, like and you that. just yeah, oh yeah, and just cube them up, throw them in there, and like super crunchy on the outside. A and olive real oil tender. and stuff. What do you do? No uh, avocado oil and avocado then some oil. seasoning and some salt. Okay, tossed it in a bowl like that, dumped it in the air fryer basket, four hundred degrees at it for like for fifteen minutes, and I checked it and it ran for another five. So have you had access to an air fryer before now, really, or not? Not in a home setting. I've okay. used air fryers back when they were called counter they were we call we called them like uh, uh shelf like uh, shelf convection ovens as okay. what they, that's all, that's all they are but they back 20 years ago 20 some odd years ago when i worked in a handful of kitchens so they were operation to, they were like to quickly do food like five thousand dollars yeah because they're real high wattage and they're uh they just blast it with super dry air so and, and if you want to buy a really nice one now not like upper upper like ungodly stupid money mid-grade but is like a hundred bucks oh really yeah so two hundred bucks would get you a really nice yep. one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they're incredible. They're real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you can kind of make everything, and I've kind of gone a little ape shit with them, just just fucking around with different things. Um, next one I want to do is green bean fries because I love crunchy green beans, like mm-hmm. fried green beans. But instead of deep frying, you just coat them in a little bit of oil and you throw them in there, and they're crunchy in like four minutes. So that's just it's cooked green beans. Yeah. Using an air fryer, you're not doing, you're not dipping them in batter or no, something, or no, you don't like have that. to. Okay, yeah. the hot, dry air acts the same way that batter would. Okay, or not batter uh, as hot oil would. Okay, it's strange, but it works. I would love to try some of this. I, you I'll will come to your house at some point coming up. You will soon, and we need to get off here before Paul eats his microphone. Let's do it. All right, have a good week, folks. Bye.
Thank mm-hmm. you.